possible World Series preview? Well, that's what's on the slate for this week. And we welcome you inside our morning buck of Joe for the second day of May 2023. I uh, hope you had a wonderful first day. My name is Jake. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Fan First Sports Network on this affiliated show with Talk the Plank here as we bring you a little bit of a preview into this week's uh, big top matchup between the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. They come into this week 23-6. and six. The Pirates, they are the second best team in baseball at 20-9. and nine. Obviously, both teams the best in their respective leagues and when you sit back and think about it this is really odd considering everyone's expectations for both prior to the season starting i think a lot of people had the rays doing okay throughout the year but the pirates a lot of people thought they were going to struggle and yet here they are just absolutely whitewashing the competition there are some differences into uh, the pirates that a lot of people sort of put into perspective and the one main thing i'm hearing is that well they didn't play anybody yet which is not entirely true you think about the Pirates did play the Dodgers, who are uh, perennial playoff stars, and they faced the Houston Astros earlier this year. Uh, They did face the White Sox, which, if we're being honest, a lot of people had high expectations for them. They've sort of fallen off a cliff, and we'll talk more about them later because they just faced the Rays, and they actually won in comeback fashion uh, to cap off the series on Sunday. So uh, you look at sort of the landscape of who the Pirates have played. They have played some pretty tough opponents, and for what it's worth, I will consider Cincinnati to be somewhat of a tough opponent. I mean, they are not great by any means, but they do have some nice rising stars. They have put together a pretty... um, pretty gutsy lineup if you will uh so really there are a lot of things that uh, people thought going into the season about both teams that they've just sort of excelled expectations a lot of people also thought that both teams would just sort of struggle to hang in with the competition let alone finish april on a winning note or for lack of a better term the way they have uh but they've stuck at least the pirates have they've uh, stuck within their competition throughout the uh, first month of baseball um their losses they aren't as bad as some people thought they would be um Aside from the loss on Sunday against the Washington Nationals, which I think a lot of people thought of, uh, I mean, the Pirates just sort of exercised all of their offense on Saturday, especially in that 16-1 to win over the Nats. Uh, they all kind of figured in the getaway game. Uh, the Pirates would probably fall in that one. Washington obviously wasn't in command. They were affected by the rain delay, too. So you think about it, the Pirates, yeah, they lost, and they lost a couple more games in April, but it's not like last year where you kind of expected them to lose. If they lost, they lost competitively, and I think that's what all fans sort of just wanted to see from the Pirates this year. If they were going to struggle, at least do it competitively. Don't just sort of flop over like they did last year in the past couple of years, which is good to see. Talking about this series, it's a three-game series in St. Petersburg, Florida, before the Bucks return to PNC Park for a weekend series against the Toronto Blue Jays. A little bit of a preview as to their schedule against the AL East this season. The bottom line is the Pirates need to start the series with a win. The Rays are in first in all offensive categories except stolen bases. They have 25 compared to the Pirates' major league leading 41 stolen bags this year. They're also averaging 6.7 runs per game. The Pirates averaging just 5.4. They've also allowed two hits less than the Pirates um, and credit to Austin Bechtold for digging that up. Go give him a follow on Twitter at Austin, at Austin R. Bechtold that's B-E-C-H-T-O-L-D and I mean it, the visual aspect is a little deceiving because it makes it look like the Pirates are just not prepared to play the race tonight but I think that's just uh, that's that's completely bogus. I think this is going to be a well-stacked matchup but yeah the Pirates if they want to have any shot at looking like a real contender and not looking you know just sort of looking like they're 
their April was in a fluke by any means. They need to open tonight with a win, start May off on the winning note. And I mean, they got the guys to do it and they're kind of given the opportunity to do so. I mean, the Rays are throwing Javi Guerra, an aged reliever in a bullpen game. He'll act as the opener and then they'll go to, uh, well, they're expected to go to lefty Josh Fleming, uh, Rays beat reporter, Mark Topkin expects him to eat a bulk of the innings. So one would imagine that the pirates are going to use a righty heavy lineup. Uh, I don't think they would keep a lefty heavy lineup throughout the majority of the game. Uh, but either way they go. Um, the one thing that, that really sticks my eye open, that is, is Rodolfo Castro uh, looking at Rotowire. He's hitting 414 and has an OPS above 1300 against left handed pitchers this season. Just looks a lot more comfortable from the right handed side of the plate. Um, he I know he's been striking out, too, but he's also looked a little bit better uh, than the past couple of seasons. Looks like he's aged at the plate a little bit well. And so does Jack Sawinski. Again, uh, he, he's kind of cut down his chase rate and he's sort of working counts a little bit more. Yeah, he's still striking out a ton, but um, he's at least swinging at pitches in the zone. He's not helping pitchers out by any means. Um, really, the only thing for him is just making consistent contact at pitches in the zone. Uh, but he's working walks pretty well. I, I know it's not ideal to put Sawinski against the left handed pitcher, but wouldn't surprise me if Shelty uses him tonight. Um, I'm also thinking about some of the other names that Shelty might use in his game one lineup. And honestly, and, and I might get a lot of hate for this, but I really think Jason delay needs to start game one. Sure. Austin hedges looks great defensively, but the pirates need to get the offense churning, especially against the left-handed pitcher. And I think Jason delays that guy he's hitting uh, well above expectations to start off the year. Um, could be a fluke for him. Uh, he hasn't been known to hit real well, especially in the minors, but he is off to a really hot start. He's making great contact. So I, I would honestly slate him into the, lineup his defense yeah a little shaky but um in a game like this where you need offensive production you want to put your best hitters in the in the lineup and i think jason delays that guy austin hedges love the guy great defender but I, I just don't think he's the right option for tonight but who knows anybody can have a good game uh no matter how good or how bad you might be at the plate uh, but that's just my two cents for that and uh, if the Bucks are trying to cut into the Rays bullpen earlier this season, or this series, uh, this is really the time to do so. You're in a bullpen game. They're using an opener, so they're going to be down two relievers pretty early on. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the uh, second pitcher, if you will, the one that's going to eat up a lot of innings, has to go into the sixth. Jump on him early, set out your best lineup, get into the bullpen by at least the fifth inning. If you want to cut into their relief pitching and make, make sure that their starters um, really – struggle throughout the next couple of games and say you catch you catch their your starters on an off day in the next two series they're gonna have a, a gassed bullpen so really all of fate is on your side at that point uh, so the pirates need to make it a priority to cut into the race bullpen here uh, in the series opener on the other hand Rowansi Contreras expected to start tonight he needs to be lights out not he wants to be lights out or he should be lights out he needs to be lights out now listen Randy Rosarena Yandy Diaz they are hot at the plate and they also have guys like uh, Wander Franco and Josh Lau not too far off so making quick work of the Rays lineup is imperative uh, Rowe needs to turn six or possibly even seven shutout innings if he wants to earn the win maybe one run but that has to be a hard-fought one run he can't he has to be on top of his game he needs to look like the dominant row that we saw in the minor leagues and not the row that we saw in the first couple of starts in the season he's looked a lot better in recent weeks uh, he's got his slider executing perfectly now uh, I think he just needs to work on maybe not limiting that fastball up in the zone too much because that's when we saw him really start to struggle against some of those uh, weaker teams throughout the start of the year pirates haven't officially announced row starting tonight but uh, if you're following along with the rotation he is slated 
to go for the Bucks here tonight. Now, going back to the Pirates, I, for some reason, have high expectations for Key Brian Hayes at the plate. He's been making harder contact. He's been being, being he's been more patient. And if he can generate some offense from the leadoff spot, it'll be a big series for him. We've seen that in the past couple of series. Um, one that st- sticks out to me is the St. Louis series. Um, I, I think it was the second game of the series when he led it off with an, with a leadoff triple. Uh, he, he just looks locked in from the leadoff spot. He looks comfortable there. Um, obviously taking some monster hacks a couple of times and it's proven to be costly for him. He struck out a lot, um, but he has worked some good counts. I will say that um, for every bad thing, I feel like with key Brian Hayes, there is a lot of good with him as well. He just needs to get consistent at the, at the plate in terms of offensive production. Um, I, again, he's not touted as a offensive heavy third baseman, but at the same time, uh, if the Pirates are serious, he needs to start stepping up and really putting out some consistent production, uh, which can happen at any time. And especially against an opponent like Tampa Bay Rays, you can get started against them. Uh, then it's going to spell some magic for you going forward. Um, don't know why, but that's just my thing with him. If I'm being honest, and this is just talking about the series in general, I say the Pirates take one from the Rays. The way I see it, the Pirates are red hot while the Rays are white hot. Now, granted, the Rays are coming off a harsh loss to the White Sox, which we mentioned earlier. Uh, White Sox come back posting seven plus runs in the ninth inning to win that game. Uh, Could be deflating for a team like the Rays. But the Pirates, on the other hand, they're also rebounding from a loss against Washington. So both uh, both the strongholds from both leagues uh, taking heartbreaking losses in their finales on Sunday. Um, it's hard to guess what will happen between both teams this week, but we do know it's going to be an exciting series. I mean, come on. After all, the buzz on Twitter is that this is a World Series preview. Now, some might be joking about that. Some might be serious. Personally, I, I could see it either way. I'm not sold on this is going to be a World Series preview, but I'm also not going to treat it like a consistent joke because, I mean, both teams, they've, they've worked throughout the first month. And, I mean, both teams holding under 10 losses entering May. I think that speaks to the levels of improvements that both sides have made. Um, and I'll give Rays credit, too. I mean, they got a lot of production from their lineup. They still have Shane McClanahan, which they is set to go against the Pirates. Wednesday, it'll be Ace versus Ace. And then Thursday, Zach Eflin, who's a perfect 3-0, and I would expect him to go up against uh, Rich Hill. That, I think, is already a loss for the Pirates. But you never know. That could be something. Uh, and speaking of Rich, um wanted to just mention this preview just because we haven't recorded our Talk the Plank yet. I do want to bring this up. If there's anybody that is going to get replaced in this rotation, it's going to be Rich Hill. Um, while Hill is 3-2, and two, uh, hitters are hitting the ball hard 35% of the time. Um, he's just, he's giving them way too many opportunities. And I mean, I feel like his numbers are a little deceiving. I feel like at some point, if Vince Velasquez can maintain his quality streak that he's on right now, I think he's safe in the rotation. And I think Rich Hill will be replaced by Luis Ortiz. Ortiz 2-1, 245 ERA through 29 innings pitched. Also racked up 26 Ks. Obviously not star-studded levels, but definitely a lot better than what some think. Um, that's just, I just want to throw that in there, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that on our Talk the Plank, which we are recording tonight. Me and Nathan Hirsch, possibly Austin Bechtold on the show as well. Uh, he showed some interest in showing up. So uh, if we do, that will be released on Wednesday. And also released on Wednesday will be our Morning Bucket Joe. I think Nathan has that tomorrow. If not, it'll be Haley Ryan recapping. Hopefully a Pirates win Tuesday night. They open a series in St. Petersburg, Florida at the Trop against Tampa Bay Rays. Strength versus strength should be a good 
one 641st pitch from Javi Guerra to most likely key Brian Hayes. Can't wait to talk this one with you at a later date. That's going to do it for this morning's Morning Buck of Joe here on the Fan First Sports Network. Don't forget to subscribe, Fans First SN, and also subscribe to Talk the Plank on Twitter at Talk the Plank Pod. You can also give me a follow at underscore Radio Jake. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have yourself a wonderful Tuesday, and let's go, Bucks. 